1: Christian lady was once asked if she had ever read the Bible all the way through. Her response was brutally honest, and frankly, if most of us were honest, we'd have to say the same thing. She responded that she had started three times, that she had enjoyed Genesis very much and even Exodus, but she had gotten bogged down in what she called the dull reading of Leviticus. Now, I hope you don't feel that way, but the truth of the matter is all of us at some point have gotten bogged down. I may mean, I tell you that the Word of God is never dull. We are dull. The Word of God is never boring. We may get dry, but it is perennially fresh. And the book of Leviticus is a book that must be studied and read and profited from. And so today we take a short journey through the book of Leviticus. Now Leviticus picks up exactly where Exodus left off. As a matter of fact, in Leviticus 1 verse 1 The Bible says, And the Lord God called unto Moses and spake unto him out of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying... You'll remember that when Exodus ended, in Exodus chapter 40, they had just finished the tabernacle. So Leviticus picks up exactly where Exodus left off. God is speaking out of the new tabernacle. Now, where Genesis covered thousands of years and Exodus covers a great deal of time, hundreds of years... The book of Leviticus is interesting because it covers one month. That's right, an entire book given to one month. It must have been a pretty big month, don't you think? There's no geographical movement. They're encamped at Mount Sinai, and God is speaking. And oh, my friend, His message is an important message. As a matter of fact, the book of Leviticus is to Exodus what the rest of the New Testament is to the Gospel records. You see, first, God brings us to Himself. He redeems us. He saves us. But then, He teaches us how to live as His newly redeemed people. And Exodus was all about redemption. You remember that. But Leviticus is about something we don't hear much about today, and that's holiness. As a matter of fact, even when I say the word holiness, perhaps certain things come to your mind. The one thing that should come to your mind is the character of God, because He's holy. And God expects His people to be a holy people. As a matter of fact, the key to the book of Leviticus is found in Leviticus 19, verses 10. He begins with His own character. I am holy, and because I am holy, I want my people to be holy. It's interesting, but the word holiness is found 87 times in this book. The word holy is found 65 times in this book. It sounds like this is God's great message to us. You know, Exodus Uh, was a record of God bringing Israel out of Egypt. He did that in one night. God saves a man in a moment of time. Uh, But Leviticus is the record of God getting Egypt out of Israel. And may I just say, uh, that takes more time. Uh, That's a process. Uh, We're saved in a moment, but our sanctification, God purging and cleansing all the filth and the world out of our hearts and minds. Oh, my friend, that's a continual process. In the book of Exodus, God begins to appear to man. But in Leviticus, we get this idea that now man comes to appear before God. God wants to bring us into His presence. He wants to deal with us. He wants to teach us. He wants to transform us into His very own image. And there's a beautiful order in this book. The first 17 chapters show us the way to come to God. How do you come to God? By sacrifice. Not ours, but His, through the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, purity and holiness is unattainable for sinful creatures. God has to make a way, and at every age, it's always by faith and it's always by His sacrifice. And there are a number of offerings explained in the opening chapters of the book of Leviticus. There's the burnt offering and the meal offering and the peace offering and the sin offering and the trespass offering. I wish I had time to talk to you about each of them because each one of them pictures the Lord Jesus Christ for us. As a matter of fact, some people have even said the New Testament book of Hebrews is really just a commentary on the book of Leviticus. I believe that because God makes a way. One of the beautiful chapters in the first section of Leviticus is Leviticus chapter 16. It deals with the day of atonement, the day that the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies once a year And he would shed the blood of an innocent goat. And he would shed the blood. He would pour that blood out for the redemption, for the sins of the people. And then he would lay his hands on the head of another goat and send it off into the wilderness, picturing that God not only forgives, he cleanses. He not only deals with our sin, he then carries it away. What a picture. May I tell you what Aaron, the high priest, did once a year, Christ did once for all. Calvary was our day of atonement. Uh, even the word atonement is a beautiful word. If you break it down, at one Sin divides us from God. It separates us from God. But redemption, the blood of Christ, salvation, makes us at one with Him again. The only way for me to be holy is to have my sins atoned. And the only one that can make that atonement is my high priest, the Lord Jesus. And the only way He could atone is by His own precious blood, well, my friend, that's the great message of the book of Leviticus. It is a message of atonement. It is a message of continued redemption. But well, that's not all. You see, Leviticus 1 through 17 shows us the way to God. But then, beginning in Leviticus 18, through the rest of the book, through chapter 27, he deals with our walk with God. In other words, if you've truly been redeemed, it ought to make a difference in the way you live. If you have had That atonement, if the blood of Christ has cleansed you from all sin, then it ought to change the way you live your life forever. You've been set apart from something to someone, from your sin and to the Lord. We might say it this way. God not only saves you from something, He saves you for something. He doesn't just save you to keep you out of hell. He saves you for Himself. He brings you to Himself as a matter of fact, the name of the book is Leviticus. It's named for the tribe of Levi, the Levitical tribe. Now, what was the tribe of Levi? It was a tribe of people that were set apart as priests. They had a service that they were to give and render to the Lord, but they had to be made holy for that to happen. Well, the Bible says that we've been made a kingdom of priests to God. In other words, now it's not one tribe. Praise God, it's the whole family. The Lord Jesus Christ intends for His people to be a holy people, to live different. There are at least eight great feast days in the book of Leviticus. They were called holy days. It's the root word from which we get our word holiday. And their holidays, their holy days were not about them. They were all about God. They were days that were set apart for them to think about the Lord. Would Would you let today be one of those days? Would you ask today that this day would be a holy day to the Lord? that this day your energy, your attention, your eyes would be on the holy God? And would you pray that this day God would work in you to make you a real partaker of His holiness? You see, God starts in the inner man, cleansing us from all sin. But that which is on the inside comes out. Uh, That beautiful presence of God in the holy place of your heart, it comes out in your conduct. It comes out in your life. Jesus Christ, your great high priest, wants to work in you today to make you a holy person. I remember a little boy years ago wanting to play with his dad. and His dad was busy reading the newspaper. His father took the portion of the paper he had and tore it up in strips and said, Son, there's a globe here. There's a picture of the world. Put it back together and I'll play with you. In just a moment, the little boy had it together. and His father thought he had a prodigy on his hand. He said, Son, how did you do that? The little boy started turning the paper over. and When he got them turned over, there was a picture of a man. He said these words, Daddy, when I got the man right, the world just fell in place. We live in an unholy world. Don't try to straighten the whole world out today. Instead, get the man right today. Seek to be holy and to walk holy with God today. And I tell you, the Lord will make everything else to fall in place. Friend, did you know that the
0: purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible? the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org.